0: Yogis. Before we dive into the Blistonic podcast, I would love to extend an invitation to work with me one on one. I have Two options right now with a third option coming shortly option one is a mini mentorship session we get to work call C one-on-one I use Oracle cards uh, to help initiate and guide the session we do a guided visualization as well as energy work and I leave you with growth work stuff to play around with in your life little changes that you can start to implement. These are one-off sessions, about half an hour each, and you can book those on my Shopify page. If you're looking for a little more in-depth or consistent work, I do have three spots available for my BlizzTonic mentorship program this can start anywhere between the next month or two and it runs for 10 whole weeks we meet in person five sessions and we have five phone calls in between those sessions We will be doing some really deep work in the sessions, in person, moving some energy, physical practice, mental practice. And then we will go home and have all of this stuff to think about, to play around with in your life, little changes that you want to start implementing. And I will be there with you every step of the way to support you and help hold you accountable for these changes that you want to make in your life. If you are looking to see some major growth towards your aspirations your goals towards more clarity or inspiration in your life then this is the program for you so if this is calling out to you and you really love having homework of journal questions if you like having that accountability if you want that one-on-one support then this program is for you I have all I'll have the information up on my Shopify page. You can also feel free to reach out to me in person i like to value my time and also make my offerings accessible to everyone i do offer payment plans for my programs and then i also offer you this free podcast every week and i am so happy to do so and just share whatever it is that i'm working on and inspire you to continue growing towards your best self All right, let's get into this week's episode. Love you. once again welcome this week I would love to start us off with a brief meditation so if possible pause what you're doing this is going to be less than five minutes just a minute or two pause what you're doing find your seat close your eyes and here we'll just take three deep breaths to settle in right in through the nose And out the mouth, just letting go of all tension in the body. Inhale, find the structure and stability of a tall spine. Exhale, keep that stability. Let go of all tension. One more breath in through the nose. Let it out. And now bring awareness to the subtle flow of breath in the nose. You can still feel the belly expand and relax. But let your focus be in the nostrils. As you inhale, feel that really gentle, subtle flow, barely noticeable. And as you exhale, same thing, subtle, gentle, elongated, not like a sigh that we practiced to settle in and release tension. Soft breath, soft face, soft jaw, soft neck and shoulders, soft arms. And once again, revisit the soft integrity of your elongated, stable spine. Breathing in and out so gently, as if we're breathing in pure energy, a subtle vitality, bringing a subtle awareness. Soften into the sit bones, into the legs, whatever position your legs are in. Relax any squeezing of the toes. Breath in, breath out. Slow and soft. with an inhale, sweep your arms out to the sides, up overhead, palms touch, exhale, slowly slide thumbs down to heart center, palms touch, and take a breath here, in through the nose, hold your breath in, and out the mouth. Link your eyes open if your eyes were closed and come back to reality, your body, life. So like I said, that was about two minutes, maybe three minutes. Such a simple practice, but one that we sometimes forget to commit to. And there's this concept in yoga called sthira sukham is steadiness and ease. And it is truly, it is speaking to meditation posture. And it's the reason, in my opinion, that we sit for meditation instead of lay down, right? Where is the steadiness in Shavasana? It's mostly ease, right? We're ease in the body, ease in the mind. And so for meditation, we actually have a different purpose, We are concentrating the mind and finding ease within that, not forcing, fighting against anything. We give the mind a tool to focus on. We find the structure and stability of our posture without creating strain. So we find ease and steadiness, that structure. It helps the mind also stay awake and alert this process versus drifting off into kind of a dreamlike state. So that really applies to so many things, even mudras, the hand gestures that we do to tap into different energy lines, you know, and it's gyan mudra or wisdom seal is pointer finger and thumb gently touching. And then the other three fingers gently extend, right? If we totally soften, they gently curl in. And so we find the stability of the other three fingers extending, but in a really soft way. Stability and ease in our mudras as well. So that's my little talk on that. That's not the topic for today's practice, although it definitely could be. So for today, I want to bring up something that um, actually I spoke to with my therapist about or she brought up to me um, in regards to procrastination and, you know, putting off certain tasks. And I have, let's, for my personal example, I'll tell you what I've been procrastinating on. (laughs) And it is laundry. Laundry will sit in my room for, I'm not even kidding you, a month, two months, however long it doesn't matter until I use all the laundry sometimes and then get it put away. And so, um, You know, something that she had mentioned is that we start to develop a negative. um, We start to develop a negative association with getting the thing done. And here's why. We put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. We do the thing and realize how easy it is to get done. And truly, it only takes, what, an hour, depending on how much you have, more or less. And we put it off, put it off figure out how easy it is when we actually do it and then develop a feeling of guilt like gosh i should have done this earlier this was so easy um or shame or whatever it is that comes up negative association in the mind and i was like okay maybe and as i'm putting my laundry away <laughs> on monday i was like realized i wasn't i was feeling negative and it's like shame, guilt, I don't know if I could classify it as an emotion necessarily, but I started to notice that I had this negative emotion pop up and, you know, our brains are smart (laughs) and it remembers that. It remembers doing the thing, negative association, doing the thing, negative association, And so I wanted to share that with you because it wasn't something that I was aware of before. It wasn't something that I felt really applied to me even until I did the thing, putting my laundry away, and then I was like, notice this negative self-talk of like, you can't even focus long enough to get this laundry done when it's fresh and now it's wrinkly or smelly or whatever. It's still wet after God knows how long it's been sitting up in the basket, um, you know, and just this negative inner dialogue more so than a emotion that I can put into words. And I was able to catch myself and reframe it like, no, you know, I know that I have been prioritizing other things, whether it's taking care of the baby or working on business. And I maybe I've mentioned this I can't remember but I recently took over full ownership of um my aerial studio which I shared ownership with and it's been really lovely she's been helping every step of the way so really it's not that big of a deal um but it has been you know a lot more work into those areas into um other areas of my life and it's okay it's okay that you put off the things that you don't want to do we all have chores or to something that we have to do you know that are not our favorite and that's okay maybe it's doing the dishes maybe it's putting away your laundry maybe it's sweeping or mopping the floor maybe it's some task related to business marketing yourself whatever it is what have you been putting off what is it that you've been procrastinating on And when you start to do that, recognize if you have a negative self-dialogue, if you have this negative emotion that you're putting out there. And then here's what you do if you do notice that. Put a pause and tell yourself a different narrative. And it can be as simple as, I've prioritized other things and that's okay. Instead of, oh, I could this is so easy, I could have gotten this done in this and this and this time. Well, sometimes it is okay to prioritize rest. It is okay to prioritize other things, especially if it's something that you don't enjoy doing. But you might find that when you change your narrative around it, you, you change that negative association that we create through the habit of maybe feeling guilty about not doing things sooner or shamed that things have gotten so bad you know those are all just narratives and they're not necessarily true if there's anything we learn in doing this work right is to question the mind because it's not necessarily true things that the mind tells us you know they're they're colored in yoga philosophy we have this you know uncolored and colored thoughts That's what we call it. Colored thoughts are, you know, filled with all of these other narratives or vikalpas or samskaras, right? Those are the grooves in the mind that we have, the habits and thinking that make us feel a certain way, that kind of keep bringing those feelings into our life in different areas, in different ways. So, How are you putting off something? How are you feeling when you complete or are in the process of engaging with taking care of that task? And it's something I never noticed before. So I hope that in sharing this with you, you can have an awareness around that too. Know that it's okay that it's not your favorite thing to do. It's okay that you've put it off, right? Some things we do procrastinate, and that is okay. I have another episode on procrastination. If you want to listen to that, that's more of a motivational get it done kind of a thing. This is more, it's okay. This episode is saying it's okay, but notice how you feel when you complete that task, because... You know, we we do create negative associations in our mind with the completion of the task. And if we want to improve, if we want to do better, you know, then we need to have an awareness around how we feel when we're doing what we're doing. And I always say this, it's not what you do, it's how you feel about what you do. Always, that is the case. It's not what you do, it's how you feel about what you do. That is such an important concept to take into you know whether it's a big thing, whether it's a big change you're making in your diet or your daily habits, or if it's a a subtle awareness of the feeling of guilt when you're putting away your laundry right it can be any any range of things and and it's not always readily apparent because We're always learning about catching that inner dialogue quicker and quicker before we have this whole story, right? The more time we spend in the energy in the story, the narrative, the more energy goes behind it. That narrative and that emotion, and we call more of that into our lives. So what a gift when we have a negative feeling, when we have a negative narrative, what a gift to have a mind that is aware of it. Self-awareness is the key to transform that negativity into a gift, right? It is a gift. It's there to show you, okay, now I know what I don't want and how can I be softer with myself? How can I how can i be more kind with myself how can i establish a different narrative what would i like to feel instead what would i like to tell myself instead of these this negative narrative that i've discovered you know and it was something so subtle i didn't even know i didn't even know until she brought this up so so grateful for moments that that bring up the negative narrative in self awareness because then I know I'm creating a negative association with something that I want to be better at. And it's, this is a little phrase <laughs> I've been saying lately. I just catch myself, you know, whenever I do something that, you know, I have that negative association with, I just tell myself, I can do better. Not this negative story about how, you know, I'm so terrible, I'm a bad person, blah, blah, blah. It's, I can do better. I know that I can do better with getting these podcasts out on time. I know I can do better, you know, in all these areas of my life. But it doesn't mean I'm down on myself for not doing better. It just means I can do better. And here's here's how I can, you know. So it's not what you do. It's how you feel about what you're doing. So where do you have these negative associations in your life how can you start to flip the narrative? Is it actually changing your behavior? Right? Because if it is, know that it's the inner work that needs to come first. If you, need, if you want to change your behavior, be better about procrastination or whatever it happens to be, changing a habit in your life, it all starts with the inner work. You can change the habit absolutely right away. But the inner work is what makes it a lifestyle shift. And it may not last forever, and that's okay, right? Because we're cyclical beings. We have this spiral of of growth and change. I've recently heard it called the spiral of healing, where we revisit, we're coming back to the same thing, the lesson we thought we learned and we're here again, but really it's not the same place. We're different people. We've learned different lessons and maybe it stings a little bit less than it did before. Maybe the repercussions are not as intense or as long after the fact. So just acknowledge that wherever you're at, it's a growth point. And next time you're here, it'll be different. Next time you're in this lesson, it'll feel different. And we can always do better. And Don't let that doing better be tinged with negativity. Let it be your inspiration. Well, I hope that this episode is helpful to all of you out there who have been putting something off, whatever it is. I love you. I support you. And let's do the inner work. Let's do the inner work of questioning the narratives the mind comes up with because of our samskaras these grooves these thoughts that have been implanted in the mind to feel a certain way right let's change those and it's a process and that's what I love about you know this podcast and teaching yoga in my community is that we do have and even my friends who I can have these deep conversations with and go right into here's the lesson I'm learning right now but it's different you know I'm so grateful for all of you and the community that that we're building here in in this self-work. You know, you're doing amazing. So if nobody has told you that, just know that, you know, I see you. I see you listening, implementing changes. I see you being an inspiration for the community in the work that you're doing for your own self. Know that you are seen and loved. And I hope you have a really amazing rest of your week. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bliss Tonic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or any of your episodes of the Bliss Tonic Podcast, please share it with a friend or click the five stars, rate and review it. I will appreciate that so much as we will be able to be expansive and offer up this wisdom that is available to all and let it be shared with people who wouldn't otherwise hear it. So, thank you so much for writing a review or clicking the five star rating. A huge thank you to my tech guy. What did I call him last week? That was just so yes can you remember thank you tech guy Kyle Piper for doing all of the editing for harassing me to get these done I love that thank you and for doing the website getting this all up in all of the places it truly wouldn't happen without you so grateful Kyle Piper go ahead get at him if you want help with any of your own techie things that um, you know you have a dream or desire you want to get out there a podcast a something that you need a website for go out and get a hold of him he's amazing affordable and very easy to work with so thank you kyle piper for everything you do to make this podcast possible would not happen without you last little housekeeping note is i am offering one-on-one bliss tonic mentorship i know i brought it up in last week's episode and here we are again one-on-one mentorship program this is if you are ready to make big changes in your life you have a specific goal a specific intention or maybe you're feeling lost and would like that clarity the direction the drive to move towards your goals so I have one-on-one sessions and it is a program style i also have one-on-one sessions that are mini sessions and stay tuned i believe actually i'll be offering these at broom and crow on fridays in eau claire otherwise i offer distance sessions as well so get a hold of me send me a message check out my bliss tonic shopify page however you want to get a hold of me for those sessions. They are truly life-changing and I would love to work with you. All right. Have a wonderful week.